Welcome back to Just Talking with Dan and Seb. I'm Dan. And I'm Seb. And today... It's the final party. You heard us right. Um... This last episode of Just Talking Ever. We look. We mentioned it last week that potentially we were thinking about ending the podcast um, and starting a film podcast and starting a new sometime one sometime later down the track. So we and that's what we're doing. We have made the executive decision that this episode is going to be the fifty second fifty second episode of Just Talking with Dan and Seb. Um, this is the last one. Mm. Well, you know, we'll see. Maybe one day it'll, it'll make a comeback. But for the foreseeable future, just talking is done. Because we figured niche podcasts are better podcast unless you already have a big internet following. Well, it depends on the. I think. Look, we've. I think we've learned a lot from from doing this. I think if you go back now and listen to the first episode and you hear the way we used to talk, and and I don't know, the, the, the flow of the whole thing was totally different now. Like we've... We've learnt how to speak... Whilst being recorded and... On microphones. Yeah, it is... It and is looking st- sexy and stuff. <laughs> so. Um, so thank you to everyone, I guess, who's ever listened or, or you know, put in a bit of time and, and paid attention to our little little corner of the internet, the internet here. Um, we've had a lot of fun. And I mean, we're not really finished, like... We'll be back in a couple of months. I'm sure it's going to have a bit of a break, and then hopefully you'll all come and listen to our new podcast. If um, if film's not your thing, or you're not a big big film nerd, then then you m- maybe not. But uh, you know, it'd be nice if you guys would all come and chuck us a follow, chuck us a follow on the gram or whatever. There'll be you know there'll be lots of stuff. We'll post. We're, we're calling it the money shot. Yeah, it's called the money shot. Um, you can we'll just leave it at that for now. I think. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we we you know there'll be plenty of stuff on the just talking Instagram about it. I'm sure. So you'll and we're going to leave all our podcast episodes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's staying. You'll still be able to listen to all the old episodes, and it'll all still be there for everyone to hear, including this one. Including right this there. one. Yeah. So we, we're going to miss it very much. I, I am very sad about it. I think. I think Dan is in has been in mourning over the last week. Well, I, I have. I have. I mean, it, this podcast, you know, has has been. Almost like me and Seb shockingly haven't been friends for as long as it probably seems we've been. I would think when you when you see us interacting, and this podcast has in a way been the chronology of our friendship. So, you know, it's been a good it's been a good year and a bit of podcast. We started on the eleventh mm. of May, twenty twenty. We were both sixteen, and now it's uh, I don't even know what the date is now today. I'm 18 you're 17 and I'm nearly and 18 so it's weird it's it's spanned even though it's only been a year of it's been 52 weeks of podcasts and that yeah. equates to a year but we haven't been doing it like every week so. no we missed a couple here and there so anyway anyway that's enough of that because we'll, we'll say more shit at the end I'm sure um let's get into the the oh, usual proceedings by the way let's just thank our patrons over the last... <laughs> the couple of people that have uh, donated to us on Patreon. Thank you Shane very much. Shane Kuzma. Ella Aquino. And Rudy Sarah. And Rudy. There are a few other people here and there, but they, they but stopped. they pulled out. Well, you know, anyway, thank you. Um, thank you for doing that. It's you been guys, really nice. You guys are real, real cool. You helped us buy drinks every week. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Anyway, on to the, the, the stuff. I want to bring up... I want to talk about this. 
Yeah, so talk, um, just talk about. I'm going to just talk about for the last time. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, just talk about. Uh, yeah, I know that was the if. That was the first hashtag. Um, if you're an OG, you'll know that we used to try and get people to do hashtag just talk about to um. And no one ever did. And no one ever did. Um. Anyway, so the uh, new MCU movie Black Widow came mm. out. Mm. I think two or three weeks ago now. It's been in cinemas for a while. Still haven't seen it. Yeah. Um. It got postponed like four times. It was meant to come out in May last year. It came out in ju- July of this year. Oh. Got postponed, yeah, like four times before we made it to here. Anyway, what they did, because most of the world's still in lockdown and blah, 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 they released, released it on, on Disney Plus. They released it on Disney Plus. For $30. For $40. What? Why? It's like 39 bucks. Well, you think about you go to a movie, you buy a ticket, and then you buy some food, and you it's probably about the same kind of vibe. That's so Djibouti. Well, you think they don't? They're not going to make as much money, so they. I know, but like, if they're giving like forty dollar price tags, people are just going to find it illegally or wait till it. Well, yeah, uh, Black Widow has been the m- most highly pirated movie of the year so far. There you go. Because of that. So, like, if you make the price tag so high, no one's going to buy it. I know, but because money. these movies, because movies that are made for streaming services, I don't know. How, like, sometimes their budgets are just as big, but however they do it, it's not in the traditional way. I, I'm assuming. And so when when a movie's not made to go direct to streaming and it's made to be in cinemas and then go on streaming services, they, they need to make back their money, however. Anyway, well, I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't know. But the point is Black Widow also came out on Disney Plus and it went to theatres on the same day. Now, it's very commonplace in a lot of these big movies, big franchises as well, that the lead actors and stuff will take, they'll have their normal pay and then they'll get a percentage of the box office uh, rewards. That's normally, you know, that'll be in their contract. Mm. Um, that's mm. mainly that's mainly how you see these massive, like, Robert Downey Jr. got paid $75 million for Endgame. The budget for Endgame was only $380 million or something, which is a lot of money. But if you think Robert Downey Jr. got paid $75 million, that's... Out of 300 Out of $380, like, no. They all get paid, you know, their base will be, like, $5 mil or $10 mil, something like that, for, those, for Endgame, I'm pretty sure, the big movies. And then they work into their contract a percentage of the box office rewards. So they don't get paid until the movie or they don't get paid the rest till the actual movie comes out in cinemas. Anyway, because Black Widow got released on streaming services and uh, Scarlett Johansson presumably had a thing written to her contract about getting box office monies, it's a percentage of it. It obviously hasn't done as well at the box office as it would have if it wasn't out on streaming services. Mm. So Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney... Uh, because of this. And that has also now brought forward um, that potentially Emma Stone, because Cruella went to streaming services and it was meant to go to theatres. She's thinking about it now. And apparently Emily Blunt, because of the Jungle Cruise movie, is also going to Disney Plus and theatres at the same time. Um, so there's this whole thing about them suing Disney because they allegedly Scarlett Johansson's losing $50 million that she would have earned on top of her base pay because of... Disney Plus going to, uh, I mean, Black Widow going to Disney Plus. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So that that's a fun little, little interesting thing. We'll see what happens. Kevin Feige, the um, I don't actually know what his title is, but if people know about the MCU, they'll know who Kevin Feige is. He's he's vocally said that he's come out and said that he's not happy with Disney about it. Um. Yeah. Not cool, guys. What do you have to say, boss man? 
I have to say, I mean, like, look, what it what are Disney supposed to do? You know, in that situation, it's an, I don't really see like it's. Well, they've they've you know they obviously they probably have predictions of the amounts of money they think these movies going to make, yeah. so they probably say to these actors, you know, we're assuming the money's the movie's going to make this much money, which means and your then it, and then it which means yeah, your three okay. percent of the cut is going to equal this, and then when it doesn't, it's a bit like you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I know you can look at it as like, oh no, they're going to only make ten million and not fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. that's so like, unfortunate. But I think it's more. Damn, about you acted in this movie, and a ton of other people would act in movies yeah. for much cheaper. But I think it's it's more about the principle than the actual. I I would think you know is that you're this is part of your contract. You do this movie, you're gonna they tell you're gonna get paid this much. Yeah, and then, I guess, and then they I pay guess. you drastically under that, regardless of the number. That's kind of wrong so i don't i think if you ignore the big big high money yeah i guess but it is fucking covid and you're still getting five million bucks I know, but like, it is also disney so yeah, i feel like they true. don't have any it's not like they're a little production company it's disney they make everything and they they do i bet they hoard a lot of money yeah so i think there's no excuse for that sort of stuff to happen Yesterday, Bossman and I watched Birdman. Which is uh, the 2014, I don't know who it's directed by, but it's starring Michael Keaton. It's hard to say the director's name. I, oh. He made The Revenant. That guy. Oh, um, 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 is he Spanish? No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know how to s- mm, yeah, I, I can't his remember. his first name's Alejandro. Yes. Anyway, Birdman. Um, and it had Michael Keaton in it. It was pretty darn good. It is a good movie. He, he plays like this this actor guy who... Has you, been actor. Has been actor who played like a, a bird superhero back in like... The mid-90s. The mid-90s. and I mean, that kind of correlates to Michael Keaton also playing, playing Batman, Batman. Although that was in the... In the... Um, 80s. 80s. Well. Oh, it might have been late 80s. No. Uh, Batman was 79. What? Oh no, it was eighty nine. Sorry, it was eighty nine. It was Batman. Yeah, it was eighty nine, nineteen eighty nine. So it was similar time frame kind of vibe to him playing Batman. So mm. I guess that's probably why they casted him. I would imagine that was probably part of that yep. sort of thought process. Um, um, and I'd, I'd already seen it, but it was Dan's first time seeing it, and every single um, like it's all made to look like it's all one shot, and it's really good. I r- I really liked the movie. I thought it was done very well. You think it was funny? Yeah, I thought it was funny. I think the way that they... I don't know if it required it to be a one-take film like that. I don't... Like, it was cool and it was impressive. I don't think it was the way that they did it. Like, I could sort of tell, and I don't think it was as impressive as 1917 in the way that mm. they hid the cuts. And I I don't know if the story required it to look like it was one take. I think it kept the pace up, though, which I like. Yes, that is true. But I do think... If it was shot in a more conventional way and there were cuts, I don't, I don't think it would have impacted the story, or I don't think I would have gone. Oh, imagine if this was all in one take. Mm. Whereas nineteen seventeen, I don't think overall it's as good of a movie, but in terms of its use of being oh, all yeah, in one yeah, take, I, know, yeah. I think it makes it more. It, it deserves it more than Birdman because of that, that is true. Because of the I, way that I can agree with that. However, yeah. I I don't think that the the whole one take thing drew away from Birdman. No, not at all. Not at all. I just mean it didn't need it to be as good as it was. It would have still been just as good. 
Yeah. If it didn't have, whereas 1917. If it didn't have one take, it would just be another war film. No one care. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I know I still enjoyed the story, but the... Uh, yeah, but it's pretty basic, you know. That's the thing, yeah. So, whereas Birdman... 1917 relied on it yep. a little bit more, but that was part of the construction of the film, whereas Birdman didn't rely on the fact that it was in one take and it could have easily done it without. I think it would have been just as good without the one. But it was cool. It was cool. I really enjoyed the film. Um, it was made very well and... Uh, the story's really cool. Mm. And, you know, it all takes place basically in just this theatre over the course of a couple of days, I guess. It's like um, this you know, washed up actor is trying to start up his yeah. Broadway career as an actor. Oh, and that was the other reason is in 1917, other than when the main character gets knocked out, mm. it actually, the time frame that we watch the film is actually the time frame that it's happening. Mm. Whereas Birdman did have time jumps and they just hit it with like panning and or like, you know, looking at the sky and it would time lapse. Yeah. So for that reason as well, I thought it was kind of like, if you're going to do a Not one... Not as impressive. Yeah. If you're going to do a one take film, in quotes, you know, they're never actually one take. You think it should be in real time? Well, yeah, I would say that would be the... Mo- like if I were to do something like that, I would say that one take would be the... If I was doing that, the motivation for it would be that the story is happening in real time and that there's no big time jumps. Whereas Birdman had a couple of days passing and little time lapses to skip through the days. And so it felt like the one take thing wasn't as necessary. Yep. But you, you, you still really liked it. Yeah, yeah, but I still rate the film. And what did good. you rate it, Bossman? I rated it four and a half out of five. Likewise. Yes. What a great rating for such a great film. It was a good movie. I'm not I don't think it's on the top two fifty on Letterboxd, but it's mm. really high. I think it's got like a three point nine out of five. Yeah. Um and I, I really liked that I film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Boss man. It was all about this dude who just didn't really know what to do with himself. Any well, he wanted to he'd made he had big um, box office success in his life with his superhero movies in the nineties, but he he wanted to be he relevant. wanted he wanted to be relevant and have critical success as well as um, because I think what they were implying, you know, they they heavily implied like they mentioned Robert Downey Jr. and they mentioned the MCU, mm. and they make comments about how you know those movies aren't. I mean, look, some of the MCU movies are can. A lot of the MCU movies are still good movies as well as being superhero movies, but they're, you know, they reel in more money than they do critical acclaim. Mm. And I think that's the sort of thing is he's like, well, I've been successful and famous in terms of money, but no critic is going to go, he's an incredible actor. And the, that's what he's trying to do by doing this play that he is doing in the film. Um, another thing is that the new Jackass film is coming out. Oh, that's true. Jackass 4. I've been, I've been, I mean. Isn't before, it called Jackass Forever? Yeah, Jackass Forever, I think. Um, And whilst I was waiting for Dan to come here before we recorded the podcast, um, I was re-watching Jackass 3. I haven't really seen... Getting acquainted. I haven't seen a whole Jackass film. Like, I've seen bits of them, but I don't think I've properly watched a whole one. Bro. Like, I've just seen, you know, like, all the shit they do. Like little well, that's why I wanted to watch it last night, then we forgot. It's just, like, obviously the attraction to those sort of things is just they're really... They just do... Dumb shit. Yeah, I know. It's the mo- it's not really smart at all. But it's, it's just really funny. the fact that they're uh, all of them still alive. Did any of them die doing any of it? No. 
That's crazy. I don't think so. It's <laughs> just like, look, it's really entertaining to watch, but you've got to be a very specific kind of person to want to do that shit. Oh, to do it? Yeah. yeah it's I just, wouldn't do it. No. Well, that's why it's entertaining because a lot of people wouldn't do wouldn't it. Wouldn't do it, but it's cool to watch. You know, yeah. It's it's like it's like watching fail compilations and shit. Watching people get hurt. You know, mm. it's 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 entertaining because you under you like feel their pain, but you know, it's yeah. like one of the funny ones that I was watching earlier was um, there was a like a dwarf couple that goes into like a bar, mm. and then people are like, oh, cute, it's a dwarf couple, mm. and then like this other dude who's also dwarf comes in and he's like. Oh, Karen, you're cheating on me with this guy. Oh no, I'm so like I'm like ah. And he comes yeah. and he comes back with his dwarf gang, and they start beating this guy up. And then some dwarf police come in and start like, no, stop. And what? Then, that's part of Jacka Jackass. Yeah, they like it's like yeah, 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 in this bar, and everyone thinks it's like oh shit, like ugh. that's really funny. And then some dwarf paramedics come in. Just oh, I see. I'd I'd want to that feel, orchestrating something like that would be fun. I just mm. mean all the shit they do that r- they get really injured or like, you know, stuff like that. But that that'd be funny. Yeah, that'd and there was um another one where they, um, I think they, yeah, they got like a, a jet ski in like a swimming pool, like mm. a tiny swimming pool, and they, like, put a ramp next to it and went cool. over a fence and shit. It's pretty funny, boss. They just—I th- I don't know how they keep like. Honestly, at some point, I mean, I'd assume they're gonna. You know, I. You would think this would be but their well, last jo- one. Johnny, you know the main guy, Johnny Knoxville. Mm. Um, I was watching this. They'd thing. be in their forties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe like fifties, nearly. Yeah, so I'd assume this. I'd assume they'd be. Mm. They'd be done now. But um, never know. One of them did like a. They tried. Johnny Knoxville tried to do like a, a stunt with a motorcycle, and then he like a, a backflip or something, and then he came off the motorcycle, landed on his back, and the mo- motorcycle crashed into his dick, and then, like, every single time his heart beat, like, blood would spurt out of his dick. Oh, my fucking <laughs> God. This is what I mean. It's just, like... It's just... Why? I don't know. For what, views. Anything for views. What mo- I know, but they started doing... It's not like the internet was a thing. Like, what motivated this... Anyway, it's interesting. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen heaps of it, so I don't know. But, but there's some special people in the world, boss man. You know, you gotta. There's some very special people in the world. Mm. Mm. I've been watching a lot of Steve-O's videos as well. Steve-O? Don't you know Steve-O? I do not. He's one of the jackass, like, crew people. Oh, he's, got, okay. he's got a YouTube channel. He just talks about. Jackass. All, like, there's one video of telling us all about his tattoos that he's had. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> mm. um, apparently he got a tattoo of, like, a dude fucking a baby and then he like showed someone they're like what the fuck and he's like oh uh, and he turned it into an emu why would he get that as a tattoo why because he's an idiot but it just it's just like literally oh that's that's stupid it's really terrible boss man yeah that's that's pretty funny anyway i'm kind of thirsty yeah i'm kind of thirsty as well you know what that means boss man no me neither Today we are joined by Red Bull, Sugar Free, and Red Bull, Zero Sugar. So, Red Bull, what the fuck's going on, really? Um, I've let's, had both let's of- Let's see if there's- Oh, wait, hold on. There's there's differences on the back, though. Okay, I've had both of- You want to read out here? I have one, you have one, and we'll-, and we'll I've had both of these at separate times before, and I've wondered what is- Because di- once, like, I'd never seen a Red Bull Zero- and I'd only had sugar-free. And then one time I went into 
somewhere and I didn't see any sugar free and I just saw a zero. So I assume they just changed the branding. But it's just not no. But no, they sell them. They're different. So do you want to read ingredients list? So first one, carbonated water. Uh, wait, car- where's carbonated water? Read the ingredients list. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Carbonated water. Yep. Uh, acidity regulator. Yep. Citric acid. Yep. Sodium bicarbonate. Yep. Magnesium carbonate. Yep. Taurine zero point four. Yep. Flavors. Yep. Colors. Yep. Caramel eye. Yeah. Riboflavin. Yep. Sweetness. Yep. Acalciflame. Wait, do you, does yours have any caffeine? Um. After riboflavin. No. Oh, maybe well, that's th- it. This one has 0.03% caffeine. Right, okay. So that's the first difference. Sweeteners yep. and then Acceliflame Potassium. Yep. Uh, and then Circulose. Yeah, c- yeah, yeah, I got that. Stevioglycosides. <laughs> oh, no, mine does have caffeine, 0.03%. Yeah, same. Uh, vitamins. Yep. Thickener? Yes. It's the same ingredients as vitamins and then niacamide panthenic acid. Yep. B6. And B12. And yes. Yeah, th- so they're exactly the same. Well, in, yeah, but it's probably, and no, 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 read the, I, I saw the nutrition information is different though. It's identical, but all the ingredients are the same unless there's slightly different. Okay. This one has, wait, wait, wait. Overall, this one, sugar-free, Red Bull sugar-free has, 33 kilojoules of energy. Uh, Red Bull Red Bull Zero has 23 kilojoules of energy. But all of the... What is different? There's less sodium in the sugar-free one, not zero. That's the only difference on this whole can. Bruh. Nothing's different. Okay. Well, look. you know why they do it. Why? Because one appeals more to men and one appeals more to women. Right. Well, like it's the same as Diet Coke and Coke Zero. They're basically basically the, same. the exact same. These are identical, bar one thing. Uh, if you're really worried about salt, then get um, Red Bull Zero, not Red, Red Bull Sugar Free. But I imagine these are going to taste exactly the same. So let's just. What? Oh, I didn't open it in front of the open in front of the mic. I was silly. Oh, that was good. Oh. I won't lie. I love the smell of Red Bull. Very sweet. It's a very good smell. All right, let's, we'll go. I'm going to taste sugar-free. Familiar Red Bull taste. Oh, this is very tangy. I don't know. Really? All right, now we'll swap. Oh, they taste the fucking same. Yeah, they're pretty similar. Shit, that was rough. You're like, yeah. Yeah. No, I think sugar-free tastes better. Just slightly. But I think see, it does. I think sugar-free tastes better than normal Red Bull. Nah. I reckon. I want that one. <laughs> I want this one. All right. Uh, right. Mm. That yeah. doesn't have as much flavor at all. Yeah, it doesn't. The Red Bull Zero doesn't have as much flavor. Well. How many grams of taurine does yours have? How many grams of taurine? 100, 1,000 milligrams? Yes, yeah, so. Caffeine, 80 milligrams. Yep. And the thingy, majiggy, 20 milligrams. And then yep. 555. Yeah, that's exactly the same. They're the same. I'm telling you, the only thing that's different is that that has way less sodium. Wow. Mine has 104 milligrams of sodium. That one has... 20. 20. So Red Bull Sugar Free has less sh- salt in it. But that is the only difference. So um, they're the same thing. Uh, but if you're really worried about an extra 80 milligrams of salt, then I would get... Uh, Red Bull Zero. Mm. Mm. 
I'm going to give Red Bull Sugar Free a... I give them both like a... Six. Seven? Yeah, seven? Six. I don't know. Six, it's just six re- for me. It's just Red Bull, so it's kind Actually, of hard maybe to... Maybe I'll, I'll give Zero a five and Sugar Free a six. That's fair enough. And on that note... <laughs> Fuck. Our final episode. Our final last drink. Ju- last just drink. That's a guys. bit of a shit end of final just drinking. Yeah, sorry guys. We've had some good just drinkings, but that We're was... really over the podcast at this point. We don't... <laughs> well, don't say that. I'm not over it. It's just yeah, like... Yeah, I am. All right, well, Seb's over I want to do movie podcasts. Yeah, I, I know you want I know you want to do movie podcasts. That's why we're doing it. <sighs> anyway, thank you very much. Last Just Drinking. <laughs> Hold your fucking... Just Drinking. Just Drinking, <laughs> yeah. So, boss man, you know the um that guy on TikTok that for like five days in a row, he announced the amount of COVID cases in New South Wales before the Premier did? Before Gladys Belagiclericlean? Yes. You do know Because that? someone told me about that. But you haven't seen it. And it was you. But you didn't see it on TikTok? No. Nah. Oh, okay. So this guy, he announced every day. Anyway, he got like a cease and desist order. The government told him to stop. They like, oh. they started releasing fake numbers through the like health, the Department of Health to find, to like fish out the rat. Because they thought he, he must have had someone like telling him early. Mm. Anyway. It's funny, right? So he was doing all this shit, telling everyone about how many COVID cases there were going to be. And then apparently he went to the um, the protests about being anti-lockdown. But why? I don't know, because he's anti-lockdown. Well, that guy's an idiot. Yeah, I know. It's funny after he's like, guys, are going to be this many cases. Gonna be? And I don't know. I guess that doesn't mean that he... Oh, Georgia Hawley told me about that. That's right. Oh, okay. Anyway, let's just... I want to talk... You know, I want to talk about... The freaking, those, all those people that went to those protests in and laid down on the ground and were like, we're not going back into lockdown. Regardless of, it doesn't even matter if COVID is real, right? The government isn't going to change their mind about that. Like, even if, unless you overthrow the government and say, no more lockdown. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter if COVID's real, if you're ever going to get sick, whatever. It doesn't matter your opinions on COVID at all. They're not going to like change the lockdown thing. So the quickest way to get out of lockdown is to stuck it up, stop being idiots and just sit in lockdown for like two weeks or a week, put up with it, and then you go back to normal. Yeah, and stop being a twat. But now it's escalated so much that they're fucked and they're going to be in lockdown for ages. Fuck you, New South Wales! Yeah, pretty much. They've not... You know, they were handling COVID really well for ages because they weren't doing any lockdowns at all and they were maintaining like very low case numbers. And then, I don't know, it just blew out of proportion. Yeah. They so. should have just eliminated it before. Yeah. No, 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 as in, because like, no, they should, they're, should have just eliminated it. What do you mean eliminated it? Just just stuck up with the lockdown for two weeks until it was Yeah, yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. No, but before then, for like the last year since we've had COVID. Yeah, you don't, that's playing with fire if you just kind of like toe the line for a year. Well, they be, that's what I mean. They've been really good. Like their whole strategy, like WA was, we've got one case, lockdown for three days to make sure there's yeah, no more. Yeah, and that's better. Yes, Whereas they were like, we've got a few cases, so we'll limit some things, but keep everyone out there and all that. Mm. And it did work for a long time, but then it got out of hand and no one in New South Wales wants to go into lockdown because they're not used to it. <clears throat> so that's that. Anyway, it's a bit silly. Just Idiots. The protesters were, the protests were a bit stupid. Big idiots. Thanks for your constructive. I love how I'm like, yeah, you know this stuff. And you're like, idiots. Yeah, well, they suck. So I have to tell them that they suck. You sound really intellectual at the moment. Yeah, I know. I'm a big intellectual big boy. Yes. Yes.
Oh, that was really... You're going to be sad that we're not going to get to to do this anymore? Maybe you should just leave it in. No. Why? Because this, this isn't the... This no, is we'll make... We'll just integrate that to the movie podcast. I guess we can still have... Maybe we should go back to the classic sounds, you know? The classic sounds? Yeah, like a little bit of... Um, a little bit of that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll end the episode with some claps. Yeah, something like that. So yesterday was our last... Um, athletics carnival. Athletics carnival. We weren't even there, really. We went for the start of the day and then we left and then came back at the end of the day. But it, it did actually get me thinking a bit about how, like, like we legit, like, school is done. Like, we're finished. Yay. But it is isn't. It is kind of a weird, as much as I'm, a, I am very vocal about how much I strongly dislike school and how bad I think the system is and, and how much stress and anxiety it causes young people's and it's a terrible thing and... Yeah. There's so many things wrong with it. It is still kind of a sad thing. Like it's... I mean, not so much school, but the environment. Not so much the... Yeah. It's, it's more like the friends you the make. The friends and the environment. Just seeing your friends every day. And, and you know, look, there are some teachers I like a lot. I think the reason why you're missing it is that kind of like marks the end of you being a teen teenager. Oh, for sure. More or less. So like... I mean, because I would, I would imagine... I mean, now you're 18. You, but you probably still feel like... You I'm probably forget half the time that, oh, I can do adult things. Yeah. Because it's everyone around you is still a kid, and we're still at school, so it probably just doesn't feel as yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I don't feel like you're that different. Yeah. Well, not that you ever feel different when you like on your birthday or after your birthday. I just mean more. You are a legal adult, and you can you can do adult things, but yeah, you, guess, but like at school, and all your friends are still at school. So you know, unless you go do do your adult things by yourself, it's not very fun. No. But it is. It is kind of a. Like, the more I've thought about it, it really is, it's just... Because, you know, I've talked to my brother about it a bunch, and it's just, we're just not going it, to... It's hard to fathom. That you're not we're just gonna never going to go back to school. Well, just because every year of our lives, basically ever, it's like, after summer holidays, we go back to school. But mm. after this year, we're going to never go back to school again. Unless you go to uni. Yeah, but that's still different. It's not, it's not school school. Well, I guess, yeah. It's still a very different thing, so... It's a weird thing to wrap my head around. Do you feel sad at all about it? Are you? Re- I mean, no. I don't. Like, I don't. I've, been, a- I've been wanting to get out of school. Oh, me too. Beyond for- belief, I've wanted to not be going to school since I was like fifteen. But I'm still sad about it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. But also, like, I've always look. I've always hated. I've always had an issue with school. And as much as there are bits that I like, yes, I'm very happy to leave. But also, it's. I guess it's more like the security blanket mm. of it. The fact that it's just, you know, we don't have to. You know, next year we've got to worry about filling time. I'm worried I'll get bored because I well, get bored pretty easy. You, you'll probably get bored, but that'll probably motivate you to do stuff. I hope know? so. Well, I know so because there's so much shit I want to do next year and I always complain about the fact that I don't have any time because of school and and, and how much of a waste of time it is. And I mean, go listen to our second episode, although I have different opinions from then. That is called Why We Hate School. Yeah. Called why we had school, but it's blocking. Uh, I don't. It's kind of just like pulling me down from what I actually want to do. Cause yeah. Like, in, like qualification aside, intellectually, I reckon I could have gone to a film school like this year, and I would have been fine. Oh, a hundred percent. If we had the time to have made, like, we've talked about this on the podcast. Like, I don't before. feel like I've learned anything this year that's actually going to help me. Not at all. But but I mean, we've talked about this before in the podcast how we want to go to afters, the Australian Film Television Radio School. Mm. Um, and to get into that, you have to have a 
it's a portfolio entry. So, you, you know, you do a bit of an interview, you answer some questions and you submit a short film that you've made. Do you still have the the Red Bull Zero? No, I finished it. Um, anyway, wh- I think definitely, yes, if we hadn't gone to school this year or even last year and we just made films. We would have been so far ahead. I think I, think I would have, been, like, yes, would have been ready to go, but I also don't think... But we would have learnt a lot more, I reckon. We would have learnt a lot more, but I also don't think, you know, even like Seb and I have been working on a script since February this year and we just finished the first draft, we're calling it. If we didn't have school, that would have been done in two months. Yeah, I mean, yes. But also, I don't believe we're going to make this film and go, that's what we're submitting to afters, that's perfect. Oh, no. Because yeah. we've both made short films in the past. Once for school or it's whatever. All learning, boss, man. It's all learning. Yes, but I mean, we haven't made a proper short film together yet, and I still think you know it's going to take like more than one for us to be happy. I don't reckon, and I mean, definitely. I think I suffer from this more than Seb does. I'm a perfectionist when it comes to like things that I'm very invested in, especially if we're going to make films. I, and and it's I, all visually though for you, really. It's, no, it's not just about that. It's a lot of it is visual. Well, uh, yes, I have a big issue with bad, bad cinematography. But it's like all of it needs to be perfect, perfect, and it never will be. And that's that's the the battle of a the the inner uh, conflict of a perfectionist. Yeah, is well, you know, boss man. N- yeah, we actually learned that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Perfection is a. Is it, it's unrealistic. A big, a big white, big white fine. burning flame. Yeah, perfection is. It's it's you know white white is the most pure thing, but it's it's painful because you're never going to get there, and you have to accept that. Like it's it's just part of doing anything. It's never going to mm. be perfection, but it's. I feel like, yes, if I'm making something creatively, then I would like to be very proud of it, mm. and I and I I don't want to really cut corners with it. That also that also scares me though in terms of actually making the things because if we can't do it how I want to do it I don't want to do it you know what I mean That's so sad Well no it's not. I mean it is but it's not because I believe that because of that I will make better things That is true But also it might it's kind of self sabotage because if I can't make it at this level okay. I don't want to make it at any other level Yeah So and obviously I there's I have exceptions to that you know like yes I would love to make films at a mega budget level right now but i know that that's just completely unachievable but it's more down to like i don't know i think there's so many things that student shot films or young people shot films always fall into these traps of being overly fake profound or or having bad really bad actors in it or having young people playing older and they're clearly younger or yeah there's, there's just lots of things and I, I really want to try and avoid that i i want you don't want to be cringe. Yes. And I want people to look at short films that we make and go and not know that we would be 18. A lot of... I hope we can do that. A lot of great filmmakers usually, like, what they give to cinema is usually, like, it's the first of its kind. That's why they're so influential. Mm. So I was um, hoping that I make something that is the first of its kind kind of thing. Yeah, you know, well, I, wanna, I, mean, I want to not be all massive directors necessarily. I mean, yes, but what did what did what you say? Uh, well, like the in in terms of style, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. And I want to make my own style. You know, I don't mm. want to copy anyone. 
and that's that's the difficulty. See, that's almost like that's almost you, my brother made a comment about it the other day. That's almost the the advantage I think I see in the fact that I haven't watched. Like you've Seb has seen, you know, fuck knows how many a lot of movies. Yeah, more movies than most people have probably seen that are twice his age, or even triple. You know, like he's seen a lot of movies. I've not seen close to the amount of movies that Seb has. So I guess in a weird way, my brother said this the other day, you know, about it's almost a good thing because I can be less influenced by other people because I haven't seen as many. It's a bad thing and it's a good thing, but yeah, you know well, what I mean? There's that that, that yes, side of it is a positive. Most of the best film directors study off others, yes. Yeah, and then they develop their own style from that. With inspiration, but it's not copying unless you're yeah. Quentin Tarantino and you're towing the line. But there's so. nothing there's nothing wrong with see this is the, like with Quentin Tarantino, I see nothing wrong with the amount of borrowing he does. Oh no, neither. But I think he, it's he, I, he's made his own style around around those sort of things. Stuff, like yeah. I think it's fine to borrow from because the reality is, you know, this is really uh, nothing's original anymore. But nothing nothing is original anymore. <laughs> nothing is original anymore, and. and that's okay. Like you, you don't have to. In some ways, I see like you know, if if we made a film that was similar to something else that was made that was more modernized because we did it now, I don't see that as a bad thing because you, you just know, still it, want to make it good. You know. Yeah, yeah. As long as that's the thing, I'm happy to have films that are clearly inspired by other things or 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 take parts from other styles or or films that exist. As long as they're good and it doesn't, it's not just like a rip off. <laughs> I definitely think it's fine to borrow, and but you know, not every not every director has a set sort of completely set style. I mean, Scorsese, like if you look at all his films oh, he, visually, they all different. Visually, they're all like Tarantino has a pretty specific way he shoots his films. Mm. Whereas if you compare all of Scorsese's films in terms of cinematography, very very different. But in terms of story, it's pretty similar. Yes, yeah, yeah. He has he picks certain obviously, you know, Scorsese's famous for his gangster films. Mm. Um and also Robert De Niro in l- almost every single one of his films. Mm. Um All his most famous All films. his most famous films have Robert De Niro in them. But yeah, visually, you know, his his style has changed. And I think that's an important thing. Because mm. it's like when you when you watch Tarantino film, you kind of know what you're in for not in terms of the story, but in terms of the way it's going to look and yeah, and feel and feel, you sort of you know what you're in for. But that's it's a very good, distinct. But that's a good thing because that's like why you like. That's why everyone likes Tarantino because of the distinct way he does stories, and even the same as and dialogue as and well. dialogue, and even the same as uh, like oh, not as good of a director, but Michael Bay. <laughs> you you know the, the the way he does his films and especially the way he shoots his films are very similar like he has a specific style Mm. um i will actually say there's one thing that i do love that michael bay does he does these really cool like really big far he'll get a big long lens and be really far away and does those um shots of actors that like pans around and you see a lot of the background move around because the lens is so long your hay fever is really bad you're about to sneeze anyway um, I don't know. Yes, I would oh. like to invent our own cool style. style in terms of cinematography and and stories that we tell and stuff. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. I'd like that too. Mm. 
I would like that a lot. I think that's. I'm excited. I'm very excited. But I still think you should watch more movies. No, no, no. Sh- yes, I'm definitely going to keep watching more movies. As you will with our new podcast. Yes, yeah. We the will. Money Shot with Dan and Seb. The Money Shot with Dan and Seb. Before we leave, we just wanted to say thank you for all the people who actually get this far in all of our episodes. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to everyone that actually listens to the Which is very thing. limited. I, I bet there's not a lot of people who do that. It is, it is. Um, we're, you know, we're hoping... Look, the reason for ending the podcast is because we believe that we can do bigger, better things. Um, mm, mm. We felt that. We felt that for... Look, people have told us that since the start of this podcast and that it's too broad or it's like, what is it even about? Yeah, because they, they are... I mean, we say we have a podcast. They go, oh... We, we said this called? last week. Go, it's called Just Talking. They're like, what's it about? And we're like, uh, it's called Just Talking. Yeah, we just... We've, we've never had a, a, a set answer on... And also, when people search, like seek out podcasts that are quite small, you know, like it's usually for people who've already got us following or the niche. For, for niche subjects and, you know. So, yeah. So moving, so ending just talking like this on, on our 52nd episode is we think the right decision and we're not going to be gone. We're going to be gone for a while and then, you know, we'll have the new we'll one. Come back, yeah. And next year we're, we're still, we're we'll still like talk about like briefly talk about our lives or whatever. Um, um, but it's yeah. going to be film orientated because we find out that we always talk about. I film. mean, this episode has basically all been about films anyway. Yeah. We, we just, we have a, that's all we really care about. So, um, look, I am very sad about it. I won't lie. Mm, I know I, you are. I, I am upset. I think you're but not I've as been much. From the start, I've always wanted this to be a film podcast, but. It, well, it's funny because if you listen to our first episode, we say how we were going to have a film podcast and then we decided not to make a film podcast. Because it was you not wanting to lock yourself in to... Well, yeah, I just felt like we we wouldn't... Look, at the time as well when we started, I, you know... Because I, I remember we were sitting in class at school and I said, all right, well, let's go through this year's, like... This was before COVID, this is pre-COVID. It might have even been the end of year 10, not the beginning of year 11. Yeah. And we went through all of like the, the films that were slated for next year, we were, like picking out the ones that we were going to, you know, going to watch and review and shit. Yeah. And I, and I just like looked at it and I just went, Oh, it just seems like a lot of work. And at the time, here's the thing. When we started just talking, we recorded for 45 minutes once a week on a lev mic on a, in my bedroom. Most of the time, just so the two easy. of us. And as it escalated and now there's three cameras and we bought all this gear and it's stuff. It's so much harder now. Yeah. So, uh, not so much the hardness, but at the time I thought having to go watch, constantly go to cinemas and watch, as much as I love going to cinemas and watching movies, I thought we just, we wouldn't happen and that that we wouldn't be able to have a movie a week or be able to talk about movies enough and Mm. that it wouldn't be as good. And I figured if we had a podcast that was broad and we could talk about whatever we want, then it would be better. But yeah, I think especially this year, I'm sure it's, I think it's been more hit and miss with episodes and especially us enjoying doing it has been more hit and miss but i'm so happy that like we it did it was a good experience and we was, learned a lot it was lot great i mean we, we you know the episode with kate the other week was wouldn't have happened like that was i think when we did that i was like we made this from nothing like it didn't exist every bit of it was us doing work yeah. and we we never really got paid for it no but you know that wasn't i, I don't i didn't start doing this because so i was like we're going to have a hobby really and it's a, yeah it's a but cute it's a little hobby but I've I've enjoyed doing it heaps, and yeah, when we when we had Kate on, I really felt I was like, you know, this was just because we started talking and uploading it to the internet, mm. and now we now we're here. 
So thank you to everyone so much for... And thank you for putting up with me not being too enthused because I'm just really tired and, and sick. And sick. Yeah, I don't know. He just hit you as soon as we started recording. No, it's been all like this all morning. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, thank you. Thank you very much to everyone who has listened to us for the last year and a bit. Um, it has meant a lot. We've had a great time. We're not going to be gone forever. Only only a couple of weeks, probably. Well, a bit we'll, longer than we'll that. Direct, a couple of months. We'll direct everyone to the new podcast. Yeah, there'll be heaps of stuff building up to when the new podcast comes out. Um, I have been Dan. I have been Seb. Thank you for listening to Just Talking. Um, it has meant a lot to us. And we will, we will see you uh, when we see you. Now I'm starting to feel sad. I am a bit sad. I kind of, yeah. it's just sad. It's like, it's, you know, All right. it's the last time we're going to, oh. it's just a bit sad. Anyway, anyway. all good things. All good things have to come to an end, I guess, but it's, mm. it's not the end. It's, it's just, it's the beginning of a new chapter of a new chapter in the mm. Dan and Seb uh, timeline. So thank you and goodbye for the, for Bye-bye. the last time. We love you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.